0: This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, from BetQL. Lots of hoops to talk about today. Lots of hoops. Colby Dant of the College Experience is going to join us in the third and final hour and in 20 minutes. We tell you which teams we have faith in. Might be a pretty short list. And which teams we don't have any faith in, because last night, one of the first nights in a while where it felt like college basketball favorites did what they were supposed to do. A couple of big blowouts, in fact. We'll get into all of that in a couple of moments. Our lightning bets before we wrap up as well here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron and Joe off today. Chris Mack alongside Jim Rodriguez. J-Rod in here for you on BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast coast on the BetQL Network. On Twitch as well, twitch.tv BetQL and YouTube. Search Odyssey Sports. And yeah, we got to talk puck because it's starting to get to that time of the year. We mentioned it when we talked about the NBA a couple minutes ago, J-Rod. It feels like after the Super Bowl, everybody picks their heads up and goes, oh, wait, there there are other sports happening. Yes, yes, there are. There are some big stadium series games uh, in the New York area this weekend. They're, fr- they're fresh out of the All-Star break in the NHL as the NBA goes into the All-Star break. So let's get Andrew McInnes' wager talk puck time. At McInnes picks on social media in here. Andrew, up in Halifax. Thanks for making the time today. How are you?
1: Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to dive right in. Selfishly, people know. Most people, I think, that I'm in Pittsburgh. They see the Penguins-Stanley Cup posters on the back wall behind me. And last night was ugly, man. J-Rod and I, our teams faced each other. He's down in Florida. And the Panthers look like the contender <laughs> that they are. The Penguins looked... Tired, old, disinterested at times. Uh, Sidney Crosby, after the game, was asked about it and said he didn't really hear the boos. They were loud though, because of the <laughs> building that was still half-filled by the third period. After giving up four second-period goals to the Panthers, after going zero for four on the power play, yet another zero for night on the power play for one of the two or three worst power plays in the league. Um, the Penguins look like a team that needs to be torn down to the studs and started over again, Andrew. And so I'll ask you, as someone who's in Halifax um, and kind of keeps a close eye on the Penguins, being that that's Sidney Crosby's neck of the woods up in Nova Scotia, um, what is the feeling around the league? And what's your view personally on the Pittsburgh Penguins and where they're at right now? I got them to miss the playoffs plus money two weeks ago, and it looks like that that bet may actually come home again this year.
1: That's a great plus money ticket to be holding right now. And after last night, you have to be feeling good about that ticket. Look, I think the biggest problem in the NHL compared to other sports is that almost like the loyalty they show to some of their star players, to some of the guys that have brought them championships, that have brought them playoff success. They do not want to rebuild. They do not want to start that process. They do not want to start trading away assets And I've been saying that about the Washington Capitals, even with Alexander Ovechkin. I mean, look, Pittsburgh and Washington were pretty much rivals, you know, my entire life growing up, right? It was a huge deal. And both teams are going through the exact same thing right now. And Pittsburgh are what I would call top heavy. You know, every single day on my podcast, Puck Time, I say, if Crosby's not scoring, if Gensel's not scoring, if Malkin or Russ don't get involved, nobody is scoring. And for a team as talented as they are, for their power play to be performing at the level that they are, it's outright embarrassing. But I think it's certainly time for them to start moving some assets, at least somewhat planning for the future. But, guys, I don't think that Eric Carlson was the big pickup they needed in the offseason. That, to me, was what I found a little bit peculiar. Why did you go ahead and pick up an offensive defenseman? You needed a forward, you know, not a defenseman. And I just think right now, they're at that crossroad where they, they don't want to start trading assets and kind of you know rebuilding because they have those star players, but they're not anywhere close to those other teams in the East, and they can't match their speed. I've never seen Crosby this frustrated.
2: Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's got to be the hardest decision for any – especially a franchise that's had so much success uh, over the years to all of a sudden say, all right, well – Let's enjoy those cups because we're you know we it, it's a five year plan again. So so Andrew, we're we're starting into the third period of the NHL regular season, so to speak. And down here in Miami, which you know it, it's a hockey town now after after Eastern Conference championships and 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 hanging in there in the East. Um, other than not winning the Presidents' Cup, because nobody wants to do that, it's like the worst thing. So that that could be yeah. Vancouver's problem. If you were if you were handicapping somebody out of the East uh, to get to, to to the Cup, the 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 Panthers and the Bruins were both four fifty to plus four fifty, and Carolina's five to one. How do you handicap uh, the Eastern Conference?
1: Well, I handicapped by saying it's very competitive. There's no doubt about that right now. But you mentioned the part of the NHL season that we're in right now. And this is the time where you want to focus on teams that have goaltending depth, not just one, but two guys that can play and get you down the stretch. That way you don't enter the goal the playoffs fatigued happens all the time. And as we've seen over the last few years, especially with Vegas, you need to have depth in goaltending because goalies do end up getting hurt. Good special teams, power play, penalty kill, um, for me, I actually really like this New York Rangers team as far as the value you're getting with them. You know, if you can get double digits on them to, to win um, the Stanley Cup, I really like it, even as we're seeing there on the screen, plus 550 uh, for the Eastern Conference. Shesterkin didn't have the best start. He's certainly picking it up. Jonathan Quick, I just, I don't know if he drank from the fountain of youth before the season started, but he's certainly looking like a different guy and I just love that mixture of youth and veteran leadership on that team right now. Like Alexi Lafreniere is kind of finding his own Capo Caco. And then of course you've got to and Crider and those top guys, you know, Florida and Boston, you know, I, I don't, I didn't want to come on and just give you guys the favorites, but I love the way Florida's playing and you have to love it too. It, the way that they play is playoff hockey for 82 games. They're in the regular season. They, they, I, I saw a quote from Matthew Kachuk yesterday that said, I told my line mates for the first couple of shifts, we're going out there and pretending there isn't even a puck. We're going to hit everybody we possibly can. And I guarantee you, he's one of the only players in the league that actually tells his teammates that, and, and that's why they're they're so successful.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's funny because they were ready to run Paul Maurice out of town. Uh, you know, and yeah. all of a sudden... You know, because they were such a high-flying offense when they when they when they won the Presidents Cup and got bounced early, Paul Maurice comes in. We're going to change things up. What is going on? And now here they are, and all of a sudden it's 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 Paul Maurice is a genius again.
1: <laughs> and what I find cool is that, you know, a lot of people that are just getting into hockey, the game is growing. They want to see like a five-four OT win, right? They want to see those high-scoring games. But what you notice sometimes, the games that Florida might play in, right? Or even we'll throw out Vegas sometimes in the West because they're not playing in all kinds of high-scoring games. You know, you need to be able to win those low-scoring games, but those ones are still exciting. You're still getting a lot of physicality. You're still getting, you know, a lot of big saves. You know, they're creating chances. So just because last year in the playoffs, a lot of Florida's wins were low-scoring wins doesn't mean they aren't exciting, and that's for sure. I feel like they've really proven that.
0: Andrew McKinnis with us here on BetQL Daily uh, from Wager Talk and Puck Time. He's up in Halifax, Nova Scotia, keeping a close eye on things in the NHL. Look, J-Rod mentioned Vancouver. Um, you brought up goaltending. It is, it, again, selfishly as a Penguins fan, it's painful to see Rutherford and Alvin and Tockett and so many guys with ties to the Penguins out there in Vancouver succeeding now. But the other half of me is like, nah, I knew those guys had especially Tock's. So, do you like them for Stanley Cup futures? They're at 11-1 to right now. Uh, Are they able to keep this going? Because we see so many teams expend so much energy throughout the regular season, Andrew, and then they get to the playoffs and they're out in a round or two. Is this a team, especially with the experience of a guy like Tockett, who's been there through the battles as a player and a coach uh, and the front office, who can get the most out of this thing once they're in the playoffs?
1: So we'll start with there. We'll start there with Talkit. I mean, what he's brought to the team is just a level of confidence and a level of structure. You know, we talked earlier about Paul Maurice, what he brought to the Florida Panthers. Uh, you know, if some people think that coaching can't change a team, just look around at the Edmonton Oilers. Look around at this Vancouver Canucks team. Look at certain teams and what they're able to do under different coaches. I just think that this Vancouver Canucks team plays very unselfish hockey. They play for each other. They move the puck around. I like that they've turned more into a dump and chase style of team. They're not constantly trying to carry the puck. And if you look, guys, every single night, a lot of their goals aren't like highlight real goals. They're not the most flashy, not the most fancy. So even though I'm not really much of an analytical handicapper, I-, I watch the game. I love hockey. I don't miss a game and I try and take notes while I'm watching. This team. Had a, had a shooting percentage at the start of the year that I just did not think was going to be sustainable. Well, guys, they're still up there in top five in the NHL in shooting percentage. They shoot from all angles. They shoot when they can barely even see the net. And I like that about them. They've got a bottom six that plays hard, and then they pick up Lindholm. Um, and let's not forget about how important it is these days in the NHL to have defensemen that create offense for you as well. Uh, Quinn Hughes, you know, a heavy, heavy favorite to win the Norris Trophy. They got several other guys back there as well. Um, I like this Vancouver team, and I know a lot of times what happens is for these teams they kind of break out one year, they get to the playoffs, and they choke. But I think with how they're structured and how great their goaltending is, they could make some moves. And and I, I hate to bring countries into it, but I just want to, I just want to see some success back in Canada here, guys. <laughs>
2: I bet so it's always weird when you have a Stanley Cup final that that's there there isn't a Canadian team involved it's, it's 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 almost feels feels a little weird um Andrew as as we get into this last third of the season as we're starting the last third of the season the the awards markets for, for for the players that's always an interesting where where can we find some value i mean we know we know who the leaders are but where where can we find some values and what can we expect on this last push of the last third of the season
1: so I, I will start with, I, I know we use the word value, but I think there still is value on Connor Hallebuck. I punched him in just a few weeks ago to win um, the Vesna Trophy at minus 120. We are seeing some hefty prices on him now, but the reason why, guys, that I really like the price, um, it's continuing to grow, as we can see there on the screen. But the reason why, is compared to all the other goalies below him with Vancouver, with Vegas, with Boston, I, I just think that, they win a lot lower scoring games out in Winnipeg than all these other teams do. And when you win low scoring games, your goaltender is more highlighted. He's more the focus, and people really recognize that a lot more. Vancouver's putting up four or five goals sometimes. They might not need Thatcher Demko to have a big game. But if Winnipeg's scoring just two or three goals... You pretty much have to. You have to look at Connor Halibut to be that guy. Now, if we're looking at kind of the um, the rookie of the year, the Calder Trophy, you know, if there's ever a time to to jump in on Brock Faber, it might be right now. I still think that Connor Bedard has a shot um, if he comes back early enough. But you know, there, I'm I'm seeing a decent price there with plus two seventy i think luke hughes the thing with him is that i believe the devils are going to be a really good defensive team down the stretch if they have success and i think they will so luke hughes is kind of out of the picture brock favor to me his team's starting to pick it up they got a lighter schedule in the second half he might be good because let's let's face it guys do you think chicago wants to rush back their superstar next generation forward connor yeah. bedard they're gonna give him all the time in the world so um, I would not argue with taking him whatsoever. Rocket with Shard Trophy. We're going to have to oh, me the Hart oh, oh, Trophy. Nick we lost
0: you for a second, Andrew. I'm going to have to let you run. Actually, unfortunately, we're breaking up just a, just a bit. We jump into college hoops next right here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.